emails di crazy birthdays is it a crazy birthday i don't know i guess it's i guess we find out right yeah yeah Tua? shall we get to yeah. it Shorty loves it yeah loves that i'm a dog they don't want it yeah they scared of what i know told you the budget yeah i gotta get my own shout out my bros this right here deserves a toast Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Baird for this day 25 of month 10, 2023. It is so awesome, Sauce, to be with you. On behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this, I am so very grateful for you as I'm shutting the door, locking us in. I don't know about locking, but I am shutting the door. So that we can have a time between you and I, me and you. This is us time. It's so good, as I said, on behalf of the platform, which you've chosen to consume this, that you've done it. And I ask that you do whatever the platform needs, whatever it needs, to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the Internet. While I'm thinking about it, let me go ahead and get all the housekeeping things out of the way. Uh, because I would like for you to not only do whatever you need to do to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the internet, but can you uh, slide? Make sure it's consensual now. Lord Jesus, I ain't got time for you to be going up in somebody's DMs and they ain't want you there. Don't be trying to use my show, my time on the internet, as a way to rekindle your flame. That girl don't want you, boy. She already told you 25 times. She don't want you. I don't know what you did. Ain't none of my business, but she don't want you. I don't want ya. Ha. I don't need ya. Ha. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, I'm sorry. Nonetheless, slide some DMs of the people that you actually know, and most importantly, that know you, and even more so that like you. I appreciate you for doing that. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, how are you doing over there? It is so good to see you on behalf of No Copyright Sound. You know what they do. I tell you all the time, No Copyright Sound is out here in these streets, empowering creators through royalty-free and No Copyright Sound. We're going to hear some beats and things. Uh, our, this time together started off with a beat. It, uh, has some beats connected to other parts of, of our time together. Um, we also uh, uh, have a track of the day that's going to pop up here in a few minutes. We're going to get to that just a little bit down the road. All of those things are brought to you because of the hardworking people, not only the creators who uh, express themselves so eloquently, so so awesome, saucily. Yes. I made up the word awesome sauce. Actually, someone will tell you I didn't make up the word awesome sauce, but that's my word. I'm keeping it. But, you know, not only the creators, as I was saying before I went on that tangent, that are out here doing what they do, just, just delightfully doing what they do. But also, no copyright sound, as I say, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, you don't hear about him. You don't hear about her. You don't hear about them. You don't even know who they are. But you, 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 you feel, yeah, you can feel the presence of Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ out here in these streets, as I say, providing us with that great, great music. Uh, we, uh, is that all the housekeeping that I'm, I'm thinking about? Yeah. Today I'm going to talk about DEI. I want, I want to, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about uh, what I feel about DEI. If you are on a DEI board or have any connection with anything dealing in uh, minority issues or non-white issues, then uh, you would uh, definitely want to uh, uh, participate, if you please. Be a part of this conversation. We're going to have some fun. We're also going to dive into my emails today. You know, I, I've, I've been really, I hate giving out my email. I'm sure you feel me. 
you hate giving out yours too because you, you you get stuff in your inbox and you be like dude why y'all send me that just why why did you think you needed to send me this thing right here yes we're gonna start diving into my inbox and seeing what i got in there and what makes sense to, you know, conversations and so forth and so on. We're going to do that in just a few moments. Before we get to all that, before we take our time and dive into the things in my inbox, let's talk about this day 25. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear my mammy. been a little bit slow. I don't like slow songs, but I like them. So I'm going to sing it again. How old are you? Tripped that up there. You thought I was going to do the whole verse all over again. Ah, but I got you. I said, how old, how old, how old are you? Here, but you can't hear it. How are you? Since you ain't here, I answered for you. You are sixty years old. Hey, yeah, you are sixty. Six zero. I said you are sixty years old. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. There's something else to that. Whew. I had to catch my breath there. All right, we got it, we got it. Ah! May the good Lord take a liking to you. Yes, sir. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, sir. Mm. May the good Lord take a liking to you. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Oh, I said may the good Lord Take a liking to you. May the good Lord take a liking to you. That was enough to drag your throat. Lord have mercy. Anyway, it's my mama's birthday. You can find her on the internet somewhere. Shout out, happy birthday to my mammy. Send a, you know, post that in the comments or something. That'd be very nice. I'd appreciate it. All right. Other than that, lovely soliloquy that we just presented. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I'll be here all week. Uh, 
we're going to talk about what's going on or what was significant. Sarah Downing, you know, wrote this book called On This Day in Norfolk. We like to take and look at various things that happen. On this day in 1899, concert raises funds for St. Vincent's. An ample crowd gathered at the Academy of Music for a given uh, for a concert given under the auspices of the Norfolk Council 367 of the Knights of Columbus in order to raise money for the building fund of St. Vincent's Hospital. The audience was reported to be enthusiastic and generous with its praise, which would amount for the number of callbacks and encores during the presentation. The event transpired under the guidance of James W. Casey, Professor A. L. Corner, and W. H. Jones. Miss L. DeRussi Berry was the accompanying or the uh, yeah it, it says accompanist but we meant the pianist she played the piano mm -hmm. ah that's what happened today in norfolk again miss sarah downing has that piece of business you can find that piece of business learn all about good things that happen she's compiled a great list of things that happen here in norfolk on every day 365, uh, 365 glorious and, well, so far. I must confess, I haven't read this book all the way through, and, and we probably have to do this one more time to get all this stuff in. But uh, 365 events that's happened here in the, the great city of Norfolk, Virginia. Some folk would say that, others would say, really? You are so fluffing that this city up. Jesus is God forsaken. Didn't they tell you? Well, I'm trying to un God forsaken. All right. Check that out. Apple books, Google books, Amazon might find it there. Barnes and Nobles. If you got that big ball of money, go get that book and learn for yourself. Learn something. Sister Kathy said, learn something. You don't know who that is, but that's all right. Hey, it's EDB on Instagram. Hey, it's EDB on YouTube. Hey, it's EDB on TikTok. And you might know if you follow them things, you're going to know who Sister Kathy is. Learn something. My friends, let's take a moment right up in here. Before we get into the business of the day, before we talk about things that may be controversial, that may sound like we're complaining, I'd like to take a minute to be appreciative. As you look outside of your window, you may notice that the sun is shining bright. If you step outside, you may feel a little cool breeze. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. As a matter of fact, I think it might be somewhere in the uh, 60 degree weather situation. That might be the situation. I'm trying to see what Norfolk is telling me. 76 out there. We had a low in the 50s, high in the 70s. It's, it's very, 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 very quaint and tight. For that, we're thankful. The sun is shining, as I say, all over my face. And, you know, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I was allowed an opportunity to wake up this morning. I'm so happy that I was allowed an opportunity to communicate, to express, to share with you. My body is feeling all right. My mind is, well, you know, it's, 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 it's reasonable. Some think I'm a little bit on the crazy side. I got a little twitch there, but that's all right. It ain't as bad as it, as it could be. So for that, we're thankful. I hope you can take a moment and, and be thankful. 
take a moment and, and really appreciate the gifts and the goodness that has been granted unto you. The gifts of life, the gift of health, the gift of jobs. Y'all got work. Y'all making money. Ain't that a gift? Mm-hmm, sure is. At least my book it is. So I'm thankful for that. Got caught there, got gas in it. May not be full, but that's all right. You can get from here to Texas. Uh-huh. About 300 miles to the gallon. You'll be all right. That's not true. Only Elon's cars get 300 miles to the gallon. But some of y'all got those, so I'm thankful for you. Yes. Most importantly, I'm thankful because it's another opportunity for us to get ahead. For us to push on. For us to achieve our dreams and pursue our goals. And that, most importantly, is enough to be thankful. So I just had to pause. Say thank you. Thank you! My friends, I get hundreds of emails a day. Not because I'm that special or more so that important, but because I gave one or two people my email and now, for some odd reason, I get hundreds of emails from people asking me to participate and do something and this, that, and the third. And I would sit here and I would just cuss at the emails and then delete them. And then I was like, you know what? I smell content. So, I've decided that I'm going to go through my inbox and I'm going to find some of these crazy emails and I was going to share them with you. Do you mind? Mm, settle down, settle down, settle down. And you, and you know what? You might find some of these emails in your inbox. So I'm going to tell you what they are. So that when you go to your box, if they there, you can just go ahead and hit the delete button because I already told you. See? I'm, I, the Bible say be helpers one of another. That's what I'm doing. I'm helping you out. All right? Let me open this thing. Get up in here. So we kick off with Paramount Plus. They uh, send me this email. We'd like to hear. No, they don't say that. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, well, you love. See, first I thought it was like, but now I realize it's love. So maybe, maybe we should talk. All right, cool. Hey, Eric, we're interested in learning about how you use Paramount Plus and what you think of it and hope you will participate in a 20 minute survey. Now, I'm sorry. I don't read well. I missed the fact that they were asking me to do a 20-minute survey. No, I just heard, we will donate to the charity of your choice to thank you for your time if you qualify for a Wait. If you qualify for a complete... Wow. I didn't, again, I don't read. So you're going to donate to the charity of my choice if I qualify and complete this survey. So so I could complete this whole 20 minutes and not even qualify. So again, didn't see that. Totally missed it. Totally missed it. In fact, it's going to be a 20-minute survey. All I saw, don't donate to a charity of my choice. So I'm thinking, you know, I got this charity right here in Norfolk I like. I don't know if it's a charity. Actually, it's not really a charity. It's a non-profit. Now that I thought about it, so it definitely wouldn't have mattered. Again, this is what happens when you don't think things through. So, I'm working on this thing. They want to know who I'm sleeping with, who I put my penis in three months ago, what shows I watch. Did we watch OnlyFans? Are we like, I'm like, dude. This is too much information that you're asking me for. And you know how much this 20-minute survey, if I complete it and if I qualify, you know how much I'm going to get? $5. I was doing all this work for Paramount Plus, telling them all my business and all I was going to get, $5. $5. Ain't that some shit. Paramount Plus. Get out my inbox, dude.
Water Day, which is a email sent out by Cricket Media. You know those fine folks over there, John Favreau and all those folks, the, the former Obama peoples. They kind of like another version of the Young Turks, except a little bit less corporate-y. Uh, they was in my inbox. They had been in my inbox for some time now, and, and for some reason I decided not to read. But, you know, because <laughs> they do politics. I don't want to read politics. You know how it is. But I decided, since it's in my inbox, I'm going to open it up here. You know, we got here. I was I was shocked. I was shocked. They got this guy named Emery. Emery, right? And and the, here's what the email started with. It said, watch this. It says, same as it Emmer was. I, I love how they come up with those puns. Same as it Emmer was. Like, that, that beautiful title. I can't think of shit like that. So creative these people are. Nonetheless, you know, he was uh, running for speaker. Uh, What's his name? Tom Emmer? Tom Emmer? Yeah, Tom Emmer. Uh, is that New Mexico? No, it had to be Minnesota. Right? That was he from? I think that's where he's from. Um, totally don't know why I'm going to... I was trying to open it to see if that's where it was. Uh, the majority, let me see. It was a jeep, jeep, jeep. No, I, I, I won't. No, I don't want that. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. Um, the Roger with Marty Drip. Uh, the Drip. I said the Drip. Uh, I was just trying to think. M-N-M. I don't know where that is. I don't care. I don't care. All right. He was from somewhere. He he lost. Four hours. Four hours. That's how long he was. Four hours. Four hours and 11 minutes. Now, now to put that in context, uh, I was watching that show, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Now, Sleepy Hollow does about 55-minute shows. All right? Four hours and 11 minutes. That's only about four four of them shows four four shows think about that if this was a season you would only get four episodes he came he peed he drowned in his own urine god almighty this game these people today I've been in this train of thought this train of thought of, well, confusion. And I think the best way for us to, uh, or at least for me, to handle this particular piece of business is with a good, a good song. You know, down at the church, before the pastor gets up and gives a sermon, they have what is known as the sermonic selection. That's a song that is supposed to in some way complement the sermon. I'm looking if I'm getting ready to deliver a sermon here in just a few moments. Some might say that what it is. I found the perfect song to compliment the perfect sermonic selection. Sketches. Yeah. You say, what you say? I was talking about the artist of the day. The creator, as I like to call it, he considers himself an artist, but I consider him a creator because I believe that creating encompasses is the main umbrella for artistry. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe artistry is the main umbrella for creating. I don't know. Tomato, tomato. The moral of the story is sketches is our artist, our creator of the day. A Netherlands artist who's out here, no copyright sound, empowering creators. Isn't that right, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, the deaf mute of the internet? I don't know I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We just don't hear you. So I, the only way I can say it is that you just don't talk. And the only thing that makes sense not talking is that you mute. The mute button is on you. you we hear or we, we yeah, we hear because we don't see anything in here. We hear you. We hear the effects of you, but we don't see you. Anyway, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, on behalf of No Copyright Sound, out here in these streets, empowering creators through No Copyright Sound and royalty-free music. And one of those creators is one we want to focus on today. The Netherlands, straight out of the Netherlands, 
sketch with his track. I don't understand. The perfect Simonic selection. Uh-huh, get to it, to it. Your smile keeps playing, your miles away, yeah. I would go overseas just like that. Don't overthink it, why can't you stay? Give me the call and I'll just be there like that. I don't understand it. spend much of my time in corporate America, I've never definitely, or I certainly should I say, have never been a part of a uh, the corporate structure or had any influence over saying. So I didn't know these boards were existing and were in existence. But these boards start popping up basically because these predominantly white organizations started realizing that if they don't do something, somebody going to say something to them. They started popping up, you know, with the uh, influx of Donald Trump, the white supremacist movement, uh, and more so just all out realizing that we have to change our public image. Now, anybody that I know that sits on a DEI board will tell you it's just a bunch of Bologna, right? Anybody I know who has had any type of connection with the DEI board, I've asked around, try because I told you, I didn't know anything about it. So I asked around different people who are in the game, in the biz, and asked, uh, okay, so so what am I supposed to expect here? How, what, what am I supposed to think, A, B, C, D, E? And... What I just mentioned to you is the general answer that I get. Now, some will argue that, you know, something is better than nothing, meaning we're in the room, we're a part of the conversation, uh, we can at least say that we're being heard, which I don't even know if that makes much sense to me because I'm of the impression if I'm talking, but you're not listening or you're not going to really respond to the things that I'm talking about, or you're only looking for confirmation bias, which let's be truthful. Some of these organizations, that's really what they're looking for. They're looking to put certain individuals in power so they can get confirmation bias. And so they stack these boards with ambitious individuals People who use it as a resume builder. I'm of the inclusion. I'm, in, I'm of the persuasion of the mind of inclusion. 
I don't know how I can fix that. I guess I should just scrap that. I just think, I believe down in my bone marrow. Yeah, that's better. I like that. I like when I when I yield to my convictions. If money is on the line, it becomes very blurred your intentions. When you can look and you can find payment or some type of influence in a payment my or in a payment path. What I mean by that is if it's if you get some dollars off of this, it becomes very interesting. Now, why do I say that? Because I get that question all the time. When I go out and talk to people and I say, well, you know, I'm a part of a of a DEI board, and they'll tell you, do they pay you? I said no. And, and, and then people start to shake their heads a little bit. They start to kind of think, huh, they're not paying them. Um, get job reference? No. Huh. Building your resume? No. I like I barely even tell people I'm on the board. Huh. So what's in this for you? What you do? Now, again, I used to get offended. I used to hate it. But then I understood. I understood that what they were saying was, what are you getting out of this? Because it's, it's just hard to conceive. It is hard for me to believe for me to grasp that you are doing this just because you have a heart for the people. It's hard for me to believe because I've never experienced this before. We're talking to poor and working class people who don't really know much about folks who aren't ambitious, who don't have an agenda. So when they hear somebody say, I have no agenda, I, 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 I just out here because I love the people. People call bullshit quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because they're like, that, no, no, dude, mm -mm, no. Who you work for? Well, I'm a community strategist or an amplifier. What the hell that mean? Tell, tell, speak to me in terms that I understand. Don't come to me with all these big words that I need a damn dictionary for. I got to go to Google and ask Google or tell Siri something. T tell me, get, give me words that make sense to me. Like like one, one, one of these individuals. Let me, let, me, um, let me pull this up if you don't mind. I'm going to go. I'm trying to find this email if I hadn't already put it up. I think it's down here somewhere. Let me, uh, let me see what's down here. Um, I just want to look down here what this title is. Okay. Um, uh, I, okay. Um, hold on. I don't know if this is going to work out for me or not. Uh, hey, Siri. What is a community amplifier? Just curious. I found some web results. I can show them if you ask again from your iPhone. Okay. She's not going to tell me what I want. Hey, Siri. Define community amplifier. I found some websites. Okay, she's not going to tell show me. Them if you ask again. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Because I've, I've, I've seen a couple people tell me that's that's their mission. That, that That's what they do. And I'm like, what? what? Tell me what that actually means. Because I'm, I'm, I'm completely clueless to that. Because when you say community amplifier, and I don't want to get stuck on that because I don't know what that means. So... Just we'll just leave it there. Maybe in the comments. Hey, it's EDB on Instagram or Twitter. We don't use Twitter. It's called X now. I don't really use it, but you can. You can you know, I was trying to say if you should go ahead and deal with me. I'm like, oh. uh, just just stick to Instagram. All right. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's, let's stick there. Um, slide into the DMs. Or maybe you might find a video on the. Uh, on the YouTube or something, you know, 
leave a comment over there. You know, hey, hey, it's CDB YouTube. Hey, it's CDB Instagram. Hey, it's CDB TikTok, which I don't really do much over there either. So, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling. How am I a content creator and a social media guy and I really don't do anything on social media? That makes no sense, right? Mm. Uh, back to this DEI stuff. Get back on topic. So, I've, I've been, I, I have this email that I cannot answer. And, I, and I'm honestly struggling with it because I don't know what the answer is. You know, what, what should a DEI board actually do? And maybe some will say, well, Eric, you've been a part of this thing for this long and, and, and you haven't answered those questions yet. Well, I mean, and to some degree, maybe that is my fault that I've been a part for so long and never asked these questions or never really got these questions answered, at least not in my head, till they make sense. Then there's the other thing that puzzles me. And I've come to realize more and more the term gaslighting and what that means. There are folks in this world that will gaslight the hell out of you. Oh, Eric. Ah, oh, Jesus. What do you mean you don't understand? You know, we've, we've talked about this for six months. Maybe you're not listening. No, it's not that I'm not listening. It's this shit doesn't make sense. Let's, let's just, don't, don't try to gaslight me and make me feel like I'm the damn problem. This shit don't make sense. It sounds and looks like a corporate answer to immediate to a marketing and PR crisis. That's all the DEI board is is a corporate response to a PR crisis. We have to make sure that nobody can say we are racist. So we'll just put this little board here, throw some little Negroes on it. Most of them are our Negroes anyway that we bought and trained, but that's nothing. See, we're happy, we're gay. Oh, wait, we can't say gay anymore in that context. I really should start watching young television. <sighs> you know, gay back in the day just meant happy, you know, in case you was wondering why I used that like that. So I can't answer these questions. Now, 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 for all the folks who are going to get angry with me and say, oh, I can't believe he said that. Don't make no sense. He shouldn't talk like that. Hey, hey, hey. Listen. What, do you want me to lie to you? Because I've come to the conclusion, I can lie very good. I can just sit right here and say, yes, every, yes, I approve. Everything works good. And, you know, at this point, I can't even do that. Because if I start doing that, folk will really start looking at me funny. But I just sit in the chair and say, you know what? I am so on board with this. And I think we should go forward. And, and, and everything should be all right. And, and I'm just clapping my hands in approval. I'm clapping my hands. It's times like these I wish this was video so that you can see the expression on my face as I'm trying to put on my corporate persona while everybody in the room is looking at me like, is he high? Is he on drugs? Maybe he got COVID. We need to clear him. Do we need to go get some check? We need to do tests. We need to quarantine. Something ain't right with him. Is this one of the symptoms? Hmm. No, I can't do it now. Because, because you know, I've come to be expected. It has come to be expected of me to be the glorified pain in the ass. Right? But truthfully, that is not my mission. My mission is to make it make sense. That's all I'm trying to do. Make it make sense. If you want to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, then you create an atmosphere that in some cases is very contentious. Because when you're dealing with a lot of emotions, when you're dealing with a lot of complexities, that conversation gets hard as hell. If, if you're sitting there and the conversation is all hunky-dory and everybody's leaving happy and nobody's sitting there, in some cases, rolling their eyes, 
then you really did not have a successful meeting. You know why? Because bringing true diversity is completely excruciating. Because it has people who might see your view, but then can kind of sway it from another perspective because your view is only from a light side where they have to view it from a dark side. And then when the dark side comes in, the light side is going, well, I don't know if that makes sense. And then the light side, well, it makes sense to me. And so it's kind of like, well, well, we just want action plans. Well, you can't get action plans until you deal first with action problems. The previous action problems. So, here is where I see the perspective because I believe in, you know, action plans. If you're going to have a board that focuses on diversity, equity, and inclusion, here is where I suggest there has to be a subcommittee. Now, if you don't want to create a whole committee, you don't want to create a whole new board, create a subcommittee whose mission statement is to go out, collaborate together on these issues, and then that subcommittee sends their president or their chairman or chairwoman to the main committee. The gays need a subcommittee. The blacks need a subcommittee. The immigrants need a subcommittee because all of these issues are, I don't know a damn thing about the gay struggle. I heard it. I seen it, but I'm not living it. So therefore you can't expect me to sit in the room and have an empathy session or you need people who can sympathize, not just empathize. I can, I can sit there and, and say, oh, that's just horrible. But I don't understand it. Women not having the right to, to be heard in rooms. I don't necessarily understand that. I can understand it somewhat because I'm an African-American and we're in the same boat. But truth be told, despite the fact that I'm an African-American, I still profited from the male uh Dominance factor. So I really can't understand it. So having these subcommittees, again, if you're not going to have a main committee, have a subcommittee that distinctly and directly deals only with its specific needs. That's it. They sit down, they hammer issues that only connects to that particular cause. If For here in Norfolk, if you're going to deal in east side relations, you need an east side subcommittee. And that east side subcommittee says they get together, they do all the little thing, and then when you have the main board meeting, they say, okay, so what's the east side subcommittee working on? Well, the east side subcommittee is working on basic understanding of corporate America. How uh, the financial structure is helping or hurting their community. How they're being impacted. What are their hopes from it? What are their current realities? And I guarantee you, that's a damn hour to itself. A whole hour to itself. So, that is my question. They said, well, what, do you, what do you look for or what do you expect or what do you think should happen? I want to ask the question, are you really trying to deal in diversity? Not what does diversity mean to me? I don't give a damn how I feel about it. We got 12 people on the board and all we're talking about, well, what does diversity mean to you? Who gives a shit how we feel about it? We're only individuals. We're supposed to be people who have been given the privilege to, to work, to build, to create, 
to cultivate on behalf of the broader community, you become a mute point in this conversation. If you're sitting on a board right now, and I will talk to anybody who's sitting on a board. If you're sitting on a board, whether you're a councilman, whether you're a, a mayor, whether you're a, a delegate, whether you're a commissioner, if, if you're on that board and your first instinct is how you feel about it, that's the wrong way to start this game, dude. Wrong way to start this game. No, your first instinct is the people that you've been sent there or you have been privileged to speak on behalf of. Everybody doesn't get to come to this table. Everybody doesn't get invited in this room. But you recognize that the decisions that are made in this room, that the people in this room have influence to the higher ups in order to create change in policies and so forth that can benefit the people who do not get access to this room. And if that is not on your agenda, first and foremost, I, you know, I said I wasn't going to, I, I was, I'm in this, I said I wasn't going to read this email. I'm, I'm going to, um, just, 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 I read very fast, you know, but I also realized that my microphone wasn't working. So uh, I appreciate you, but you, you, well, I appreciate you for not interrupting me because, you know, I get in my zone. So that's the reason why you, you didn't tell me, hey, um, we can't really hear you. But uh, uh, so, mm, yeah, I apologize for that. Woo, turn this heat up. Now I need to turn it down. All right. Um, so I read I read one of the responses because I was trying to figure out what it and I don't want I don't want to take a, I don't want to take a, a shit in these people and. Don't want to do that. At the same time, I read a very corporate answer. I mean, so the other thing that I would like to suggest about the DEI board is when the business is the first on the agenda. First, you're the first on the agenda. Second, the business is the first on the agenda. Then we have a problem because what that says to the people you're trying to connect with is you care about my business first than you do about them people. You say, no, that's not, that's not. But, but again, this is called public perception. This is called, what are the people thinking? Well, I don't care what the people thinking. Well, okay. Well then, okay. So, so now we have to ask, are you going to be effective? Because if public perspective is not on your brain, I know you can't, you can't uh, appeal to everyone. You can't please everyone, but you at least need to know what the polling is. You at least need to know what the numbers are. And so, well, when I talk to people, they, 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 they agree with me. Of course, because you're only talking to people that are going to just agree with you. Go talk to people who are not going to agree with you. Go over there. You know, you, you, you know, when I, when I want to figure out something, I go over to white redneck pot spitting Republicans, them tobacco smokers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, sometimes I wish this was a video show. That's me smacking my lips. Walking around with my hand, with my, my belly out. Yeah. yeah. I don't walk straight. I got I to gotta drag. You know, I put one leg and I drag the other. You know, just, Lord Jesus. Was, oh, this has been so much better than a video show. Yeah. But then again, you can make up your mind how you feel. You can, you can visualize it. Nonetheless, I go to them pot smoking, uh, them them tobacco chewing, redneck Republicans, who I know's gonna raise my ass. But you know what? You get a side of the argument that you wouldn't have expected, or you wouldn't have prepared for. And 
when you can then build an argument, let me tell you how, just to move on here, in the middle of a thought I know, but, but it just hit me. Do you know how Obama, do you know how he got the Affordable Air, Care Act through? Air Act, yeah, to some reason it is air. But do you know how he got the Affordable Care Act through? Obamacare? He spent so much time dealing with them back tobacco chewing, pot smoking Republicans. Now, the good thing about that is the Republicans can't undo it. You know why? Because it has been tied so hard and so good to look, feel, and cater to their base that it can't be undone, no matter how hard they try. And over in England, it's the same thing with Brexit. Oh, there are people who want it, but it is so tied and so tethered that it is extremely excruciating and politically daunting to undo. That's how I believe every board should operate, where it should be so politically daunting and so tasking that you literally have to kill yourself. You got to build it so that your opposers would have to kill themselves to undo it. And nobody is really willing to kill themselves. So they're like, ah, hell. That is what I believe will build your company, will build your kingdom, if you please, into the future. Make it make sense in such a way that it is damn near impossible to deny it exists. It is damn near impossible to deny that this is a necessity and it's damn near impossible to deny that we don't need this. That is what I believe a DEI board should focus its attention on. Not how do we express the trail to the people. Not how do we express the corporation to the people. But how do we express the people to the corporation? How do we express what's going on out in the streets that the corporation changes its policies? Oh, I want to bring more awareness of what we do to the people. No, no. How about you bring more awareness of what the people are doing to us? How about you go out and you find what's happening in all of these unique communities? and then bring that back and tether that to us. That's great DEI work. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is best defined when every group can come together, not just because you black. That's another thing too. Oh, we have, we have diversity here. No, you don't. You got just colored people. <laughs> we got we got we got some good colors in here, but they're not diverse because they all live in the same neighborhood. I'm sitting here almost with this dumbfounded look on my face, like duh. But you know, I'm like sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I just don't get, I don't, I don't get the plan. I don't get the mission statement. I don't, get, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I, I just don't understand it. And maybe, maybe I'm just not corporate enough. Maybe I just don't fit. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just don't belong in, in these, maybe, maybe I'm just too stupid. Sometimes I feel like maybe that's what, I mean, that's the problem. I'm just too stupid for this because none of this makes sense to me. Not one single bit of this makes any freaking sense to me. So let me answer these questions 
I think I did. I want to read you the questions that that was triggering this reality. Um, those questions were, let me see. Um, why are you on DI and what do you understand your role to be personally? Well, I told you what I would like it to be. Build me a committee that speaks directly to the issues that I'm most passionate about and allow us to stack that with like-minded individuals who share in that reality and then report those issues to the main board. That's what I would like to see. Well, that's what I would like my role to be. What does being on the DEI committee mean to you if someone asks what we do? Or what I told you, I have a goddamn clue. Three years in, I admit, I don't know. Actually, more like two. I don't know. A, I can't. Uh, what have we done well as a committee? Where do we need to improve? Creating a committee or a subcommittee that, that deals directly in the issues affecting individual groups. You can keep your main board, but have subcommittees, breakout committees. That's where we need to improve. What are, I don't want to talk about that. They asked what are highlights from this year for you. I don't want to talk about that. What are, you, what are some of your hopes? What are my hopes? I just told you. A, that you not think about how we can express the company to the community, but how we can express the community to the company. And one of the main ways we can do that is by creating a subcommittee that's stacked with like-minded individuals who can work out understanding ways to best bring the community to the company. That is what I look for in DEI. That's all I think that matters in DEI. All right. Whew. I hope that makes sense. At least to me, I hope it makes sense. May not make sense to much other people, but I hope it made sense. All right, I'm going to let this go for now. Yeah. And with that, my friends, we bring our time together today to a close. It's so awesome every time we get to connect with you. Again, we thank you on behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this for doing so. And, you know, we ask that you do whatever is needed to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the Internet. We'll tell you that. Told you about being consensual. When you slide into somebody's DMs, don't use us as a way to get back with your ex. They don't like you. We ain't a match. We ain't a dating service. Uh, we ain't Cupid. We ain't Tinder. We ain't Match.com. Christian Mingle. We ain't none of them. So don't use us in those capacities, please. But only the people that you know and they like you and you like well. Only people that like you. How about that? Slide into their DMs and let them know. Let them know. Let them know. Hallelujah. Let them know that we out here. Uh, keep us in your thoughts. If you're listening to this when it's released, we're heading into our first empowerment series of chats. We're going to be at the library here in Norfolk and we're going to sit down for an hour and talk about, you know, community empowerment, minority empowerment, how to create places where people can feel like a, they can gain understanding and b where they can feel like they're being heard. And hopefully it will give us insight to take back to these, uh, you know, these boards and, community meetings or politicians, all those folk. We'll have a couple of them there tonight. So hopefully that'll, that'll spice up a few things. So keep that in your thoughts and your prayers that, that that'll be a A-OK success. Um, other than that, I think that's about all that we got going on here. Uh, thank you again, Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ, on behalf of No Copyright Sound out here in these streets, empowering creators they are. 
the royalty free and no copyright sound. We appreciate you. Check out the playlist we got on Apple Music. The new one comes out tomorrow. If you listen to this, which is Thursday, it's coming out tomorrow. The second edition of the playlist is coming out. We already got all the tracks. What you're listening to in that playlist that's out now, all the tracks that was in last week's set of podcasts and uh, posts and so forth. And this week, you're going to hear uh, what's coming out tomorrow. You're going to hear what's been in this week's uh, podcast and so forth. And, and so, you know, we, we try to keep up to date with, with, with when the football season gets started, you know, because the week starts tomorrow, Thursday. And so we're going to we're going to chat about that. Hopefully we get Matthew on the line tomorrow and talk to him, see what his thoughts are heading into uh, this going to be week eight. I believe it is. His Cowboys will come back. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about all those things. Hopefully tomorrow. Alright. Well. For now. Thank you for caring for your friends and family. Thank you for sharing with your communities. And most importantly. Thank you for praying. Until we meet again. Lord willing that damn crick don't rise. Laters. I'm on my way might hit the club and I might stay, yeah Little chicken on my brand escape, yeah Fresh for the mall, got him checking me, yeah